Good morning, everyone. You're very welcome to this Mass. You're very welcome to this Mass, which comes to you from the parochial church of St. Comgols in Bangor. And as usual, we begin our Mass by praying the entrance antiphon. To you I call, for you will surely heed me, O God. Turn your ear to me, hear my words. Guard me as the apple of your eye. In the shadow of your wings, protect me. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. We remember all the children of the parish who uh, have been confirmed over the past two nights and the remaining children uh, who will be confirmed over the next two nights. Brothers and sisters, let us acknowledge our sins and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary Ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God of mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ of mercy, Lord have mercy. Let us pray. Almighty and ever-living God, grant that we may always conform our will to yours and serve your majesty in sincerity of heart. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Please be seated for the first reading. The first reading is a reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Ephesians. You have probably heard how I have been entrusted by God with the grace he meant for you, and that it was by a revelation that I was given the knowledge of the mystery, as I have just described it very shortly. If you read my word, you will have some idea of the depths that I see in the mystery of Christ. This that has now been revealed through the Spirit to his holy apostles and prophets was unknown to any men in past generations. It means that the pagans now share the same inheritance, that they are parts of the same body, and that the same promise has been made to them in Jesus Christ through the gospel. I have been made the servant of that gospel by a gift of grace from God, who gave it to me by his own power. I, who am less than the least of all the saints, have been entrusted with this special grace, not only of proclaiming to the pagans the infinite treasure of Christ, but also of explaining how the mystery is to be dispensed. Through all the ages, this has been kept hidden in God, the creator of everything. Why? So that the sovereignties and powers should learn only now through the church how comprehensive God's wisdom really is, 
exactly according to the plan which he had from all eternity in Christ Jesus our Lord. This is why we are bold enough to approach God in complete confidence through our faith in him. The word of the Lord. The response to the psalm is, with joy you will draw water from the wells of salvation. With joy you will draw water from the wells of salvation. Truly God is my salvation. I trust, I shall not fear. For the Lord is my strength, my song. He became my saviour. With joy you will draw water from the wells of salvation. With joy you will draw water from the wells of salvation. Give thanks to the Lord, give praise to his name. Make his mighty deeds known to the peoples. Declare the greatness of his name. With joy you will draw water from the wells of salvation. Sing a psalm to the Lord, for he has done glorious deeds. Make them known to all the earth. People of Zion, sing and shout for joy, for great in your midst is the Holy One of Israel. With joy you will draw water from the wells of salvation. Please stand to greet the gospel. Alleluia, alleluia. The sheep that belong to me listen to my voice, says the Lord. I know them and they follow me. Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to his disciples, you may be quite sure of this, that if the householder had known at what hour the burglar would come, he would not have let anyone break through the wall of his house. You too must stand ready, because the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. Peter said, Lord, do you mean this parable for us or for everyone? The Lord replied, What sort of steward then is faithful and wise enough for the master to place him over his household to give them their allowance of food at the proper time? Happy that servant if his master finds him at this employment. I tell you truly, he will place him over everything he owns. But as for the servant who says to himself, my master is taking his time coming and sets about beating the men, servants and maids and eating and drinking and getting drunk, his master will come on a day when he does not expect and at an hour he does not know. The master will cut him off and send him to the same fate as the unfaithful. The servant who knows what his master wants but has not even started to carry out those wishes will receive very many strokes of the lash. The one who did not know but deserves to be beaten for what he has done will receive fewer strokes. When a man has had a great deal given him, a great deal will be demanded of him. When a man has been given a great deal on trust, even more will be expected of him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to the Lord Jesus Christ. In other words, the Gospel message we brought out. The Gospel of the news of St. Paul when he 
explains to the Gen Gentiles that Jews and Gentiles have the same vocation came as a great shock to uh, lots of Jews who were convinced that salvation was reserved for the Jews alone and a great liberation to the Gentiles like us. And sometimes we find it difficult to realize how um, stunning a message this was unless we think of some attitudes that uh, only Catholics can be saved and everybody else uh, is lost. And we can find that attitude, unfortunately. Uh, whereas uh, Paul is enunciating the boundless generosity of God, the fact that salvation is open to all. And um, we see this theme carried out uh, and enunciated in the uh, most recent encyclical from Pope Francis, Fratelli Tutti, everyone is brothers, everyone are brothers, uh, quotation from St. Francis of Assisi. And in the um, encyclical, of which I've only read three chapters, uh, the Pope brilliantly uh, talks of the problems facing the world today. And then he suggests as an approach, the approach of encounter, the willingness of us who are followers of Christ, of going out, engaging the world, and this whole notion of encounter. And he takes as his major theme, the parable of the Good Samaritan. And remember, it was an outcast, a Samaritan, who looked after the man who was, uh, who'd fallen among thieves. And we're invited to take this insight that Paul gives us of the universal vocation of all of mankind to uh, come to be with God and the responsibility upon us to encounter them and to show that we are Christians by our love, that we are the people who are called upon to take the first step, to be imaginative and creative, and to recognize the good and the working of God in people who differ from us, sometimes utterly. But that's the radical notion that uh, Paul is expounding that all men and women are brothers and sisters because of the incarnation and the death and resurrection of Christ. It is, if you think about it, mind-blowing. It's an invitation to, uh, to demolish the barriers that we only too willingly, uh, sometimes consciously, mostly unconsciously set up between ourselves and others. We now move to the offertory. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands, 
will become for us the bread of life. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands, to become our spiritual drink. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Grant us, Lord, we pray, a sincere respect for your gifts, that through the purifying action of your grace, we may be cleansed by the very mysteries we serve through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere, to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For just as through your beloved Son you created the human race, so also through him, with great goodness, you formed it anew. And so it is right that all your creatures serve you, all the redeemed praise you, and all your hearts with one heart bless you. Therefore we too extol you with all the angels, as in joyful celebration we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. We pray the third Eucharistic prayer. You are indeed holy, O Lord, and all you have created rightly gives you praise. For through your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, by the power and working of the Holy Spirit, you give life to all things and make them holy. And you never cease to gather a people to yourself, so that from the rising of the sun to its setting, a pure sacrifice may be offered to your name. Therefore, O Lord, we humbly implore you, by the same Spirit, graciously make holy these gifts we have brought to you for consecration, that they may become the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, at whose command we celebrate these mysteries. For on the night he was betrayed, he himself took bread, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat it, eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood 
the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith, my Lord and my God. Therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the saving passion of your Son, his wondrous resurrection and ascension into heaven, and as we look forward to his second coming, we offer you in thanksgiving this holy and living sacrifice. Look, we pray, upon the oblation of your church, and recognizing the sacrificial victim by whose death you will to reconcile us to yourself. Grant that we, who are nourished by the body and blood of your Son and filled with his Holy Spirit, may become one body, one spirit in Christ. May he make of us an eternal offering to you, so that we may obtain an inheritance with your elect, especially with the most blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed Joseph, her spouse, with your blessed apostles and glorious martyrs, with Saints Comgol, Columbanus, Gaul and Malachi, and with all the saints on whose constant intercession in your presence we rely for unfailing help. May this sacrifice of our reconciliation, we pray, O Lord, advance the peace and salvation of all the world. Be pleased to confirm in faith and charity your pilgrim church on earth, with your servant Francis, our Pope, and Noel, our Bishop, the order of bishops, all the clergy, and the entire people you have gained for your own. Listen graciously to the prayers of this family whom you have summoned before you. In your compassion, O merciful Father, gather to yourself all your children scattered throughout the world. To our departed brothers and sisters, and to all who are pleasing to you at their passing from this life, give kind admittance to your kingdom. There we hope to enjoy forever the fullness of your glory through Christ our Lord, through whom you bestow on the world all that is good. Through him and with him and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. At the Saviour's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your Church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. The peace of the Lord be with you always.
Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. Behold, the eyes of the Lord are on those who fear him, who hope in his merciful love to rescue their souls from death, to keep them alive in famine. And now I invite those who are listening to this Mass by podca- on podcast to make a spiritual Holy Communion as we pray the prayer of St. Alphonsus Liguori. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most blessed sacrament, I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you have already come and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. Soul of Christ, sanctify me. Body of Christ, save me. Blood of Christ, embolden me. Water from the side of Christ, wash me. Passion of Christ, strengthen me. O good Jesus, hear me. Within your wounds, hide me. Never permit me to be separated from you. From the evil enemy, defend me. At the hour of my death, call me and bid me to come to you, that with your saints I may praise you for age upon age. Amen. Let us pray. Grant, O Lord, we pray, that benefiting from participation in heavenly things, we may be helped by what you give in this present age and prepared for the gifts that are eternal through Christ our Lord. Amen. Just before the uh, final dismissal, Thank you all for coming uh, to this Mass. Uh, Because of your generosity in coming here, uh, you have freed up spaces for uh, working parents and families for Masses uh, on Sunday. Uh, I'm disappointed that uh, this week uh, I had hoped to restore uh, five daily Masses, but with the rise in infection, uh, prudence demanded that we just keep it uh, as it is. Um, There will be a Mass tomorrow uh, at 
uh, 10 o'clock. Uh, that makes two mass, two uh, public daily masses. And again, I would invite those who can attend uh, uh, that mass to make that their one mass in the week, rather than uh, taking up uh, a space in, in Sunday. The whole drive for, at the moment is to try and get families uh, with children to come to the uh, Sunday Masses, uh, and, uh, but obviously there are other people uh, who um, uh, won't have families and they can only come on the Sunday, so everybody's obviously welcome. It's just trying to make the uh, Mass as accessible to as many people as possible. And thank you for your cooperation and generosity and forbearance in all of this. It's deeply appreciated. As I said, there will be Mass tomorrow at um, 10 o'clock. And please do tell uh, your friends that um, if um, they're uh, free to come uh, to the Mass, that they're very welcome, and so that we can free up more spaces for families at the weekend. And please tell uh, your relatives who are working parents and to families that we're trying especially to open up the weekend Masses uh, for them to come as families. Thank you very much for your understanding. There will be confessions immediately after this Mass in the uh, far porch, and if you want to go to confession, please remain seated until the congregation has left the church and then make your way uh, to the uh, rear of the church. As you leave through the um, porch door on my right and or have your hands sanitized, please do observe the uh, two-metre uh, distance, please, because it's even more important in these days of rising infection. Thank you very much for your understanding. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The Mass is ended. Go in the peace of Christ.